0: Hello there, friends, and welcome to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, your enchanted passport and sometimes twister over the rainbow and down a yellow brick rabbit hole as we pull back the curtain on American culture's most visited
1: fairyland. We are your co-hosts, Tara and MK, your good trouble witches of the concrete jungle, here to preserve the rustic emeralds of yesteryear and reimagine an Oz for today and future generations. This season... Our third, we return to Baum and the turn of the 20th century, finishing up our remaining 13 books in the original Oz series, penned by first royal historian of Oz himself, L. Frank Baum, and published between 1904 and 1920 posthumously.
0: And then we return to Oz, taking up residency in Disney's dark, disturbing, and kind of delayed fantasy sequel of the Kinder Trauma Age, scarring viewers since 1985, a near 50 years after the MGM release. Wheelers in shock therapy and screaming heads. Oh my, we are in for a wild ride. Buckle up, babies
1: off the pod feel free to visit our insta at down the yellow brick pod for an accompanying technicolor scrapbook as well as our patreon pod squad where we continue the escapism and entertainment with bonus content from tiny oz concerts think coffee shop style covers and mashups of Aussie tunes our yellow brick vlogs exclusive episodes monthly parties with occasional special guest drop-ins and giveaways, and more behind-the-scenes shenanigans. As a community-funded podcast, our Patreons are truly our backbone, our people, so consider joining our pod squad today. It would make our day
0: now may the world of oz continue to be a bewitching escape in bewildering years nostalgic and nuanced and a magical refuge where two gals in new york city can cross yellow brick roads with wonders like you hey M.
1: to oz to oz Jane Albright discovered the Oz books as a child. Her Oz books and memorabilia won a Kansas University book collecting contest in 1977, resulting in a public exhibit that shifted her interest from reading and collecting to sharing Oz with others. She since provided exhibit material to libraries, museums, art museums, and Oz Club conventions. In 1989, her collection was featured in an award-winning, summer-long display at Kansas City's Crown Center. For the 75th anniversary of the film, a follow-up there drew more than 100,000 people. In 2014, she also returned to that same KU library for an exhibit of her finer Oz, Baum, and Denslow material. Jane joined the Oz Club in 1971 and began attending the Osmopolitan convention shortly thereafter. She has served as a director, vice president, and convention chairman. For a decade, she edited a club children's publication, the Oz Gazette, and was the desktop publisher for the Oz Observer. Her short stories have been published in Oziana. She has also contributed to the Bomb Bugle. Today, Oz items fill an entire floor of her home. She coordinates the club's national convention program and attends Oz events around the country. During the Oz Club Centennial Celebration of Oz in 2000, which she chaired, Jane was presented with the L. Frank Baum Memorial Award. Jane currently serves as the president of the International Wizard of Oz Club. Right. Well, we approach chapter one, diving into the text, A Terrible Loss. And this is where, as Tara mentioned, I didn't even think of that, we start in the land of Oz. And Dorothy has this idea that she wants to go, I love how you phrased it, on vacation to Munchkin Land. <laughs> she's going to take the red wagon. She's going to take the sawhorse. And she approaches Delia, our fave, and is wondering where Ozma is, but she's nowhere to be found. They stumble upon Scraps. Um, unfortunately, the woozy had clawed her eyes out, but Aunt Em sewed some <laughs> buttons back on. So she's good to Love go. Love their relationship. Yeah. She's good to go. That Rough. made me chuckle. Um, and they're like, well, let's go see her magic picture, see what's going on. But it's gone. And it's very suspenseful, dot, dot, dot. And we flip over to uh, Glinda's palace in the quadling country where we discover her book of records is also missing. All of her magical instruments are missing. We get a line from Baum about no one can rob you of knowledge. That's the most important piece of magic we all have. Um, proven in by the wizard mm, at the end of this book. Yeah. Like yeah. And the wizard approaches on the sawhorse and we find out Ozma
2: is missing.
3: Can I
0: interject <laughs> for yes. a second?
3: I want to see someone create, like, a Stranger Things experience that is existing right now Mm -hmm. in New York City. Glinda's boudoir, where (laughs) her great book of records exists. Like, his description of this is so yummy and juicy. I just want to go into this room, as well as I want some fan fiction about this these beautiful maidens of Glinda's like that she has like as her army slash bomb describes them differently in every single book. Mm -hmm. Like they're beautiful maidens, not soldiers in this book um, gathered from all four countries of the fairyland um, as well as the magnificent Emerald city itself. So I'm also like feeling a little bit of like goblet of fire feels here. Like, oh, this is like the best boarding school that gathers all the top, Mm -hmm. the top, Female-identifying students. Yeah.
2: Bomb says <laughs> yeah. w- at one point in the text, it says it's a great, it's considered a great honor to yes, um, be it. a part yes. of Glinda's entourage. But mm-hmm. aside from Glinda's boudoir, what about Ozma's? Did you yes, read that ex- of expression of or that that passage of Dorothy looking for? Her? There's an outer chamber, a boudoir, a sleeping room. The description of Ozma's rooms is magnificent. There was an outer chamber. Dorothy goes through these rooms searching for her. The boudoir, the sleeping room, the music room, the library, the laboratory, (laughs) a bath, a wardrobe. It's kind of hard to know the difference between the boudoir and the wardrobe. Maybe, Maybe one's a closet and the other's like a dressing room. And then they all adjoined the great throne room. I think we can all agree that that's the sort of, you know, sitting room situation we should all have in our homes.
3: Yes. <laughs> I would love to have their architectural digest. That sounds like, fantastic. Tour yeah. slash MTV Cribs <laughs> of their place. And, I also just want to note, like Dorothy's socks have the Oz logo on them. Jane I just
1: mentioned that, that earlier. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, Be- I missed before it. Before you were I blinked here. On that. No, before you got here. Oh, and we were like, yeah. I was like, I missed Where that. do we get it's on the socks. cover of the book.
3: I freaking love it. I love
1: that she has Oz socks. <laughs> Tara, I think we need yeah, to uh, create that create for our own- shop. <laughs> hey, you think
2: so? Add them <laughs> okay. to the shop? Yeah, right on the cover of the book, you see them. On the color plate so that's cute. used on the cover. There she has a little OZ in mm-hmm. the tops of her socks. You know, something else that I... Never heard anyone suggest that I can remember, but The Great Book of Records is so exhaustive and so huge, it would just get endlessly large unless, and they just don't explain this, the earlier, older, dated things, maybe they vanish over time. That would make the book much more manageable. I wonder mm-hmm. if
3: it's a magical inscription. So like the text just gets so tiny unless you need to see it. Like you can magnify whatever you want within it. I'm like I would be so curious to see some sort of interpretive take on this, like mm-hmm. in a film in something. Like how does this thing work? Because it is like <laughs> Bomb lets it kind of be loosed. Mm-hmm. I think also in a previous book, he said there's other volumes. So it's not just one book.
1: Ooh, Ooh. I so a encyclopedic I think like, set. Yeah.
3: I kind of want it to be one book and I want it to just like, yeah, like it's it sh- the text shrinks shrinks so yeah. far down to the, like for past that you have to like, you have to just flip through and find like, mm-hmm. okay, the year mm-hmm. and then you could magnify through whatever yeah. year mm-hmm. we're in. Mm-hmm. I do love to like how Glinda's like stakes start to heighten through this chapter is really cool to see her go from like shock to anger is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. I also see, like, I'm just like, Oz ain't as shady as I want it to be sometimes. Because I was like, I'd be thinking it's the wizard. You trained this, and it's now backfiring. I, thought it, I kind now of backfiring. thought it never occurred
1: to me. I kind of thought I had a moment where I was like, hmm, what's about to happen? I thought it was going to be the wizard. Yeah, I wanted it to be the wizard. For a second? Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted
3: it to be. And I wonder if Bomb would have gone that path if the readers let him. Right. Because he wanted they to make it to the There would have the been villain. an uproar. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I want the wizard to be bad. Like, I really do respect the wizard being like a, oh, that character that you just are sort of, like, is he going to be good? Or no, he's right. fallen back. Like, kind of like a Loki from Avengers. Like, do we trust you? I don't know.
0: Mm.
3: Like, just really mm-hmm. hard to... But yeah, I put like in my notes, would she suspect the wizard? But that kind of like bomb isn't on my page (laughs) at all with that. No, yeah. And I also thought it was going to be Mombi for a second, being like Ozma's mine again. That's because I didn't know how this book was going to end. I was like Mombi is going to come back, and I was like, oh, it's a new. A new wizard.
2: <laughs> How fun to read it for the first yeah. time. I guess the thing that I see or I'm impressed with in this chapter is it ends with Bomb going back to his his to his standard. What's inside you is what matters. That all yes. the magic may have been stolen, but you cannot steal the knowledge that these yeah. people collectively have. Um, that is going to be what obviously um, wins in the battle that is this adventure. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you're so correct, Jane. I, Shall we go to the yips? Yes, Ooh, the yips. Don't
2: the yips? Don't the yips seem hobbit-like? You mean like I know, they're in these I little was, scattered uh, homes, in the, I working it. independently? They don't want to have an adventure. Yeah. It, it very much reminded me. I love of, for them. Um, of, oh. <laughs> I was
1: trying. I was having like a hard time envisioning them. So I like I love that Cottagey, yeah. yeah, cottagey
3: folk. because it's yeah. described
1: they live in the southwestern corner of the Winky country on a broad tableland <laughs> um table at the top
2: land. of a steep hill and they live at the top. And they're top. perfectly happy to never go down they and don't, never involve themselves mm-hmm. in any kind of adventure and you know mm-hmm. the That's ones That's a lot that, of people. The ones <laughs> that do start this adventure very very quickly are turn around and go back.
0: They're like Bye. I totally <laughs> forgot about them. I love that. I forgot they I joined. joined, my,
3: I, joined yeah. I forgot. I think I ri- I wrote my bullet and I was like, there were other people oh, yeah. for a second. <laughs> for a second. They were like, nah, tr- we're not going to go over this truly goal. They were we're like, we're
1: bye. Doing- but yeah, we meet Cake, who is mm-hmm. distraught because her diamond studded gold dishpan has been stolen. And we very quickly meet the very, what we are told, the very wise frogman. And we kind of get his backstory of how he... Wait.
3: The Wogglebug is not in this book either. Like, the Frogman is the Wogglebug.
2: Mm, kind of. The lar- enlarged Aww, person. They would be and, friends. And he's not in it at all. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, he is. He's mentioned. Is he? As, like, the Scarecrow and Tin Woodman were staying with him.
2: Oh, yeah! Yes, they were visiting mentioned. him! Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. So I was like, wait That's a second. Okay. The
3: Wogglebug isn't really in this book at all either. Sorry, I'm continuing
2: on. And yet, you know, here's another thing. This is... I don't want to say, I don't want to call it recycled, but the the right word doesn't come to mind. We had a little bitty bug get enlarged and be filled with wisdom. And now we have a little bitty frog get enlarged and filled with wisdom. And how no fan has ever. Walked through the woods to find that enchanted pond mm-hmm. and write a story about it. I want to know <laughs> how that pond got enchanted. That grew the frogman. What else did it grow really big? What other enchantments and magic are available? And yeah. why weren't all those yips diving into it themselves to find <laughs> out what um, how it might have bettered any of them? I mean, were there other giant frogs, or was he the only? Is he frog? the only one? You
1: know?
2: We also. Yeah. Saw- how- how can you have an enchanted pond and just mention it in one chapter or one paragraph and move right and on And no it's one like, ever the don't it. Care. I want to know more. Yeah. They
3: even know it exists, the
1: apps. Who maybe knows? Maybe not.
2: Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe my, it's a secret. My favorite
1: detail about it was in that pool. He apparently grew big by eating something called magic scosh. I was like scosh? Scosh just a scosh. What could skoush? it be? Just a scosh. That just feels mm-hmm. like what is that? I just envision like pond scum. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, like I know, gurgly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then
2: comes the, the great line that there were plenty of yips and only one frog. So the frog became the most important. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess. Makes sense.
1: I guess. Toror. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: Aside from being enlarged mm. and um, reputedly wise, mm-hmm. like the Woggle Bug, he is also like the wizard, pretending that he's yes. something he's not right. and pretending. shrewd enough to make people believe that he's wiser than he really is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's like a different aspects of some of Baum's most popular characters sort of get woven into some of these new characters that we meet. Mm. I mean,
3: I love his daily routine of, like, an early morning swim, (laughs) dress all fancy-smancy, receive visits from the yips, and wear spectacles that just make him look wise like he's totally Sounds an like act. a great he's day definitely mm-hmm. a hybrid of wizard and wogglebug that's so, so, totally. oh, that's so
2: well and then the way he keeps leaping over things for necessity in the book that's yeah. in the wonderful wizard it's the cowardly lion he's leaping over chasms and carrying them on his back mm-hmm. you know character after character and i don't I can't think of another Oz story where we necessarily see that particular answer to a solution with someone leaping over a chasm, carrying someone, but um, we sure have a giant leaping frog. (laughs) There's a lot of it in this one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Lots of chasm leaping. Chasm leaping. <laughs> chasm leaping. Uh-huh. Saving so, the day. Oh so
2: reminiscent of the cowardly lion there. That's so true. There's so
3: much chasm leaping. I think we talked about that <laughs> in chasm a recent leaping. episode <laughs> where like we always need like an orc. We always need something to come on in and help us. There's always without a these magical animals that are able to get people from here to there. Like yeah. everyone would be stranded. <laughs> yeah.
2: One other little crazy line in this chapter that reminded me of potential inspiration was when Cake is talking about baking batches of cookies that didn't work out, some were too tough to eat, and the others she was ashamed of and buried them in the ground. Oh, Cake. <laughs> I'm sure you've all heard about El Frank Baum bringing home the Bismarcks for morning breakfast. And you don't know the Bismarck story? No, tell no, us. What's
3: what's the Bismarck God? story? Clear, clear back
2: it. when, Clear back when they were living in Syracuse, Bom went out and saw in a bakery window Bismarck's, which are kind of like a jelly donut. And he Whoa. bought maybe a dozen, all excited to bring them home and give them to Maud, and they'd have them for breakfast. Well, Maud, you know, Matilda Gage's daughter, runs her household herself, and she did not appreciate um, Baum introducing this to the family menu. So she puts them on the table, and she and Frank and maybe two of the boys were born at this point have a Bismarck. And the next day, she puts them out again, and maybe a couple get eaten. And the third day, that she puts them out again, and they're getting stale, and no one eats them. And the fourth day, no one eats them. Well, to cut to the chase, Bomb eventually wraps them up and buries them in the backyard, just like cake and her cookies, so that Maud will quit putting them on the table. That woman took a shovel, dug those suckers up, and put them on the table the next morning. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> she knew exactly Cookie. what he'd been up to. And at, at which point he conceded and laughed and promised that he would not interfere with her menu planning ever again. But it's a fun family story that's been passed down by um, the members of the Bomb family forever. So for Cake to go out and bury yes. her bad cookies she's ashamed of in the backyard made oh me think, gosh. oh, I bet I know what Baum was remembering when he um, oh, had her that's doing so that. so funny. I did not know that Cookie, story. Cake. I love
1: that. <laughs> oh yeah, cake. 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 Oh my god!
2: <laughs> so I'm improvising way. from memory. I'm sure if you actually read about it in "To Please a Child" or something that Ozma said, where we actually hear it as presented by the family, you go through the different mornings, and he'd he'd hidden them in the kitchen at one point. All these extremes, trying to make sure that Maud gave up, and she was determined. Oh my gosh! He admitted he was I wrong.
1: Love it. That is yeah. so funny. I love it. Well, that was one of my dish. favorite. I like laughed so hard here where, yeah, basically Cake is like telling Frogman about her dishpan. And he's like, well, we're going to have to go into the lower world to figure out who stole it. And no one wants to go with her. They're all cowards. And then they're all like, you keep burning your cookies. <laughs> I was like, that's so mean. They're like, no one wants to go with her. And they're she's all like, like,
3: get me my dishpan <laughs> then. Yeah, that's okay? what she, she's
1: like. I'm trying to fix this. So that, that. Really, also, me. do they
3: live off of cookies? No, I, know, I what's mean, that's going why on they don't leave. Well, they have who, like a cookie diet, yeah.
2: And who bakes cookies in a dishpan? I'm so confused, it's very I, odd. I'm <laughs> confused about this whole dishpan situation, yeah.
3: The dish and like the dishpan, what it becomes is very odd, it, yeah. But it's confusing. I, this book reminds me there's a line in here, excuse me. This chapter reminds me there's a line in here, like the whole reason all of this is happening is because Oz lacks detectives and police. People. Oh no, so there they gotta go. take.
1: Things into so their that's own. that's why hands. they all
3: have to unravel it there yeah. on their own. Oh so that's gosh. why they have to, they also have to create a search party too. They have to get off <laughs> of this little plateau. They have to leave this yippee life. Yippee
2: life. Yeah, yeah the 90s. Chasm Leap. Chasm
1: Leap. Chasm
3: Leap. I'm remembering,
2: <laughs> I'm remembering back in the Emerald City, the only soldier had gone on a fishing trip like two months oh ago gosh, and no course. one had seen him since. Yep. Which we're, we're up to that point in the story, aren't we? Where we're, we're back to the Emerald City now and they're. Delegating and planning and sending out all of these Close. Um, search groups.
3: We're almost there. We just oh, yeah. have a little bit with um, we meet our friend arriving in the Winkies. <laughs> uh, <I was laughs> like yeah, we <laughs> meet like two random Nellery <laughs>
1: the Winky wife and Will 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 Jean Will Jean, Jean Valjean Jean. the Winky. And this is where we find out that <laughs> the dishpan. <laughs> we find out that the dishpan is magic. High stakes on the show. Yeah, no, it helps you cook. So, but it was yeah. her moms yeah, and her grandmothers. Part of her family. It's like, yeah,
3: since the beginning of time. She the beginning says, of time. It cannot. Oh my gosh. she feels like I think so. Just distraught that she has lost the I one know. thing that has survived. Well, I would her be, I
1: would be so distraught as well if like something that was in my family forever was lost in my hands. You know, that's that's not fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then we do arrive at the Emerald City. That's where the wizard is. Like, hey, here's what's up. Also, my bag of magic tools has also been stolen. Yes, that illustration. Oh my God.
3: I mean, the opening illustration. Button Bright and Ojo. Ojo and (laughs) Button
1: Bright looking sharp. They look great. Oh my gosh. Okay, what do y'all think of this? (laughs) Glinda, they're like, Glinda, here's what's up. And she's like, I can't, I cannot go with you. I cannot take part in this rescue mission. She's busy. She's got to like create new instruments of sorcery. And she's gonna try to help in she that way, but back. you know, she's not super helpful. She looks shady this to moment. me.
3: Yeah, she looks. She's shady, but yeah. we all know this. Gl- that this book was supposed to be Bet- Betsy Trot yeah, and Dorothy. I know. So they're like, they're like, Linda, you, you stay. stay back.
1: She does delegate. You stay like, back. Like y'all here. You go here. You go here. You go to this. She makes land, the plan. You know, and then yeah, our search mm-hmm. party has begun, and the Oz Avengers are traps. assembling.
3: Scraps is the most wise. She says there are cracks and corners in it and uh-huh. meaning Oz in this big country that even Ozma doesn't know of because like they're all like, Who could do this? Right. And they're like, We don't know everybody. So Yeah.
2: That's yeah smart. We, we, we have help. work to do. I love that Neil drops a map of Oz or a section of the map of Oz <laughs> in as Help. one of the illustrations. It makes it more of a they're really planning an adventure because they're you know looking at this map. But it also reinforces that little comment about there are, cooks, there are nooks and crannies all over that um, have not yet been explored. Yeah,
3: I love that. I also love when they're like, where's the green whiskers?
2: <laughs> okay. They're like he's on a fishing
3: trip. Yeah, he's not due back. Yep, yep. No, <laughs> they're like there. one person to be like they're like no brute force. <laughs> of
1: course, he's not there. <laughs> their
3: muscle. He's just not there. Yeah. I mean, that's comedy gold.
1: Captain Bill. Yeah, I did. Captain Bill gets a shout out, but he has to stay behind.
3: I was like, "What about Captain Bill?" I wrote that, and then immediately yeah. I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." Yeah. okay.
2: Well, okay. and at least we give Captain Bill as the one person who steps up and say, "Uh, you guys, maybe some food, some blankets, some provisions. Yeah, for maybe this you think about this." Apparently, yeah. the whole rest of the group was ready to just set off. <laughs> let's go, trusting to have their needs met as they went along. And he's like, "Uh, uh let's think." Doesn't this necessarily work that way. Yeah. We also
3: get some like more bomb, death. Who can die? Yeah all this with like yeah. Ozma is a fairy and so is Glinda. So no power can kill or destroy them. <laughs> I know. So, okay. They're like invincible, but then they like talk about like, but Dorothy isn't. Dorothy is flesh. She's made of meat. That's like said in this. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, that was not said in prior, but I mean, the inconsistencies here though are very hard to like, you know, mm-hmm. sift through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did- I was like, Oh, Dorothy was not. And in- she was invincible too. And, past books now she's
2: not like she can she can die Mm -hmm. it's it's a mix between writing that no one in oz can die and then suddenly becoming oh no one originating in Oz can die, but right. these people who've come in from outside the country they are can. subject to it. And yet here suddenly, yes. oh, the magic belt will protect her. And we realized the magic <laughs> belt didn't get stolen. And somehow after, you know, 10 years of owning this book, as far as um, from Ozma of Oz until today, Dorothy has not figured out how to use this oh belt. My, I'm Dorothy.
3: She's been busy planning vacations. <laughs> You know, like she's North not and in like she <laughs> it. I have some clumps. showing,
2: showing Em and Henry around the country. Yeah, he, she's know, Where are in they? They're they're
3: not. They're there. not in this. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you have a magic belt that girl. people have been fighting over, <laughs> on, and you girl. don't make some effort to figure out how to use this thing. You just go, oh, it'll protect me. Slap it on, and that's
1: good enough. Trot, isn't yeah, it? it is trot, enough. Trot has the mermaid ring. That we also never that is useless. We We're never learn it. anything no, they're about they're it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's
3: useless. Yeah, it's but useless. I'm like, I
1: hope that comes back. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. really, really cool. Well, I she feel- basically
3: like says, like, she's like has that moment in Mean Girls where she's like, What is the line where she's like, My breath sometimes smells and My the breath smells really bad look, in the morning. And they're all like, ew. Like she—that's what Trot has in this moment. She's like, I have a mermaid ring and like, like thanks, Trot. that doesn't help.
2: Nothing. <laughs> if, <thank laughs> you. if we fall into water, we'll let you know. Yeah.
3: But I do want to know. It says about Cap and Bill. He was a former friend and comrade of Trot. <laughs> Did they have a, a falling Did they out? Have a falling yeah. out? Question mark there.
1: Well, also Toto. She, why is it? Why doesn't Toto get to go? <laughs>
3: she literally is like, I, I totally him. forgot about you. <laughs> yeah, I feel you so imagine?
1: bad. He's so quick note he is speaking we've only i think I heard it. him speak once it. before yeah and now he's like i'm gonna go ha 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 and surprise her <laughs> he's my favorite like character in this book i just love it literally she says i forgot all about that's you that's so that is, and quote. mean and he's like do you think <laughs> she'll send me back when
2: she sees me i'm like toto
3: their
1: relationship
2: nope. has gone. no. You're worse, Toto. You're the OG. She's just, she's just got too much on her mind. Yeah, poor little Toto. Although I, this she's is true. Although this it's is one stressed. of the books where Bomb has Dorothy speaking in baby talk with this little lisping thing that always kind of drives me completely. We don't like it. it. We're not yeah. into that.
3: Yeah, um, we don't like. We don't like it.
2: I love that as they're setting off, the cowardly lion suddenly pulls his cowardly. You know, thing again, and he doesn't want to do this. And it's and it's Button Bright who says sometimes uh, danger doesn't amount to shucks,
3: (laughs) to shucks. (laughs) Yes, love Button Bright, baby,
1: little baby.
2: He's a great voice for some slang.
1: Yeah. Well, the merry-go-round mountains, another golf patchwork girl kind of saves the the day with this like rope swing and buckles from the Mm. sawhorse's harness.
2: Everyone follows along. (laughs) Um, love that love that the woozy follows her immediately out yeah, of to her when early you. in the story we thank hear him scratching woozy. her eyes out i know, you know woozy, like, What?
1: no they're what besties is, yeah they're yeah, they're best scratching her eyes out oh, my god yeah. they
3: wrestle they wrestle they, they, they yeah i i feel like she is like all about like,
1: adventure. like she feels very
3: much yeah like she would be very much into
2: ziplining
1: yeah you know <laughs> she's a thrill seeker <laughs> she's she's a thrill mm-hmm. seeker yeah. she's
2: well, also an acrobat In this story, she's the one with the brains who, you know, as as they're described, who comes up with solutions for all kinds of things. She kind of has the scarecrow's role there. Yeah, and there's a couple instances. I can't think which chapter they're in, but where they talk about things being put into someone's brain, how right, right to know things. So it's kind of fun that he uh, brought that back to mention it again from the Patchwork Girl.
3: Yeah, this chapter. Over the Merry Ground Mountains reminds me a lot of the Whomping Willow in the Harry Potter world of just, like, that, like, watch out the branches, like, how they swing and they have to duck and dive to get not, like totally blundered in the head by these gigantic branches. It kind of felt like that, like Mm -hmm. reading this. I had a hard time picturing this, and I was so grateful an illustration soon followed. Yes, thank (laughs) you. But then I was like, oh, we're at Coney Island. Like we're on that (laughs) like little spinning plate thing like that people used to like go on a little dish and like go down all these little bumpy slides. It could not have been without your body getting bruised. There's no way people came off of this Without a tushy Without
1: soul. a
2: headache. Yeah. This looks yeah, I was so like, painful. Yeah, like, there's no way. And it's then like no sooner <laughs> no sooner do we get through the bruises and bumping of the merryground Mountains, than they're wading through these thistles that mm-hmm. are hurting the legs of the flesh and blood people. Ouchie. And they have, to, Ouchie. they have to think a way around that one.
1: Yeah. And then there's this city in the distance that basically, as soon as they get closer to it, it like is in another direction.
2: Everything's mm-hmm. an illusion and disappearing. They want you to stay away. Well, the illusion here, of the wall, too, because when yeah. they finally get to it, they see this great big wall and they circle the whole city and there's no entrance until mm-hmm. Scraps, I believe it, Scraps, puts her hand right to it. She just right realizes there. It's yes. an illusion. Well, that had been, in The Patchwork Girl of Oz, there was a wall that was an illusion and it was one of the scenes that L. Frank Baum filmed in his movie of The Patchwork Girl of Ooh. Oz. They go walking through a wall. So you know that's yes. an illusion he particularly enjoys Mm yes it
3: reminded me of the book because he loves like having these false like barriers Yeah, because i do think often like we've been talking about in this episode we create false barriers like oh i shouldn't do that there's a wall around that when there actually is is not not a wall around that Mm. so i love that and i also love that scraps has a moment in this chapter being like
1: I wish the scarecrow. I saw. know. Oh, my heart. My little I love heart.
3: Scraps crow. Scraps
1: crow. I love this sketch Scrap, at the scrow. top of chapter nine with Patchwork Girl's hands going through the wall. It's really cute. Very fun. Her gloved hands. Yeah. And we'll, like, Here we are. We're in The, the city of The, ruled by Coco Lorum. But weirdly, everyone's like, we don't. We don't. It reminds me of Titi Titi No one. And all the citizens are like, "Oh, we don't really have a king." And then they meet Cocalorum, and he's like, "They do. I am the king, but just don't tell them. They're like, don't tell them. Yeah, just, yeah know just, know just like it. don't yeah. tell them." Yeah. yeah. My favorite though
3: is his intro. His first line
1: <laughs>
3: is, "What has happened now?" It's so good. <laughs> oh, I get it. Like, I'm like, that is me. That is what my is happening when now? people come to me. I'm like, what's wrong now? Oh yes. Oh my god. The fists.
1: The, th- yep. the people of the fists. They eat thistles. Their insides are lined with gold. Ew. And he. this mm-hmm. is where we first learned of the Her- the Hercus. And he has a weird line. Yeah, they, give,
3: they give some upcoming info. I like that mm-hmm. line where,
1: I forget who asks it, but he he basically is like talking about the Hercus. And people are like, how do you know they exist? Have you seen them? And he's like, no, but if other people say it, it must be true. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warning, sure. warning that, lesson. Yeah, that
2: was maybe the second round of that. Everyone says it, so it must be true logic. Right, Before right. they even got to the mountains, the first person had told them about that. And now we've got the mm-hmm. um, folks here saying the same thing. I started to say the thistles here. It's like, no, that's what they eat. <laughs> <laughs> they <are> a very <laughs> strange, they're a very strange looking people. They and are. Neil illustrated them and I, in like I think, sort of an Alice mm-hmm. in Wonderland. I was yes, going to say. Alice in Wonderland. Kind uh-huh. of about yeah. right. yeah. Yeah. And we've
3: got a white rabbit coming up too. We do. I a Alice in Wonderland
2: yep. Oh, That's so stefinous. true. That's so true. But I
3: love that they don't work. They're like, we detest working, so we don't mm. do it. I get mm. it.
2: I get there, it. There was a great line in this chapter Same. where it says, to be really lovely, one must be beautiful without and within. Aw. Which is a yes. really sweet line. There's a lot of little philosophical
3: lines mm-hmm. dropped throughout this one. Always. Line. Like not beating you over the head. Yeah. Just. Mm-hmm. Just placed yeah. ever so gently. Mm-hmm. And then,
2: since we need some drama, Button uh, Wright gets lost. Drama! <sighs> yes! And Toto has also lost his growl, we discovered.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's very character.
2: upset about this. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, I've never
2: quite understood what how that was supposed to happen, but
1: I lost He lost. It. He, lo- he lost his voice. You know, he needs like yeah. some emergency. He said once I've
3: lost it before. After howling at the moon for too long, <laughs> but I didn't do this that, this time. It's super cute. Like I love. I was like, oh, you're on. He was on vocal arrest for a moment. Yeah um that's it he's like i don't know i didn't do that this time so like where is my girl it's such a silly I story i love it yeah.
1: and all the animals are kind of like debating over who's better again you know this has happened they all before do this. they're so annoying yeah. they all do this uh, debate yeah.
3: the woozy's is not a part though he he's, too really in. he's too good for that
1: he's too good for that he doesn't jump in
3: but we also we also get the auto dragons just to give that oh, right, mention right, to yeah. more dragons well yeah. as yeah. yeah. that like are beckoned at the sound of, like, a button that plays music. I know. Interesting, <laughs> um, right? And it feels very much, again, like, another call to amusement parks. Like, they're kind of on this ride, like, seeing the land that they don't care about. They're like, please get us out of here. We don't want to eat thistles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. Let us leave. But they have a banquet for them without them coming. So I think the thistles are winning. Get it. The Thistle People are winning. The The Thistle People. If you will. The The Thistle People. Mm -hmm. Do you not love this little, like, -like, who-like picture of the little girls, like, sleeping next to each other? Yeah, top of chapter 10. That
1: sketch is really cute. Yeah,
3: the total loses something. I don't know who's who. I think it's Dorothy to Betsy
2: Mm. to try.
1: I would say so.
2: (laughs) Well, Dorothy Dorothy has 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 a crown crown on. So we know that's Dorothy. I've, Who's middle? I, I think that bet, has to be Trot, because she usually has brown okay. hair. Okay. Trot. All right. Trot
3: to Bet. See. Got, it, yeah. got it, got they it, got it. They all
2: three have the very it same face. To heaven's to Betsy.
1: Okay. Oh. They're, like,
3: eating those yellow berries, honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
1: so cute. I love at the top okay. of the next chapter, yeah, Button Bright is now lost. We get this, like, patchwork mm-hmm. hanging from the mm-hmm. sky. It's so cute. And this is really – did you guys see this coming? This is where, to spoil the ending – Ozma is hiding in this golden core of this peach. Thank God he went lost. He
3: Mm -hmm. went missing because
1: Button Bright actually kind of
3: saves Saves the the day.
2: day. He's our hero. That's pretty wild.
3: The 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 word lost actually like saves the day. Like getting lost is what helps people get on lost.
1: Mike, there it Drop is. Drop that mic, Tara. Yeah, all there right, it we can is. end the episode right here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, isn't that like a life metaphor of all times? Like, sometimes you have to get lost, it's so true to not it's be lost. Oz. Wow, <laughs> certainly,
1: <laughs> Oz. Oz, yeah, <laughs> that certainly has, has to
2: happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, I mean, you know, it's it's you have to think of what can bomb do to create plots when he set up this perfect world where nothing could go wrong Uh and magic can solve everything. So then you've got to find ways to push everything out of the way in order to create a plot that is feasible Mm -hmm. in the um, framework that he's already established. (laughs) Oh, chapter, the chapter 12 opens with a trot awakened as the sun rose and there she is with her brown hair. So there you go. Yes. Correct. The three of them in bed are Dorothy Trot Betsy. Cool. Love that.
3: I also think it's amazing that this is where we get that white rabbit moment. Mm-hmm. With, the rabbit's there. And he's the one to first utter the name of our villain. Oh, yes. He's late. He's late for a very important date. It's always a rabbit. It's <laughs> very helpful in this book. <laughs> um, so that is interesting that we get like a white rabbit just randomly. Yeah. Like specifically having to be a white rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's just too classic to I Alice know. in Wonderland not to be like, why yeah. did you
1: do white rabbit?
3: I know.
2: Yeah. It's so true. Interesting. Yep because this, yes. yeah, this this is also the chapter where we start hearing about the slaves the giants who were enslaved the little tiny thin people who drink that goo how did you guys pronounce it um zozo 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 you wonder yeah it's like a bunch of ozs backwards
3: yeah yes, oh. yes, yes. So the little
2: skinny people have become massively strong and therefore yes. have managed yeah. to dominate the giants mm-hmm. and make them their s- servants and slaves. Mm-hmm. But yes. yeah, we do finally find get the name of Ugu the shoemaker, and you know we're not mm-hmm. we're not too far from them getting to Bear City where they're going to actually get a glimpse of him that further confirms that he is indeed the guy they sh- they need to be after. Mm-hmm.
3: i wish this is like the chapter chapter 12 was the one i was like oof i want like a language updates to this chapter yeah. it's just yeah. like yeah it, it not does my faith. it
1: does need that because
3: there is a lot of in there's a lot of enslaved versus people in power right and i'm like can't you just all live okay like i
2: we know have to have <laughs> why is this happening well, um, and- and calling the ruler this tsar over tsar over tsar over I've never heard czar. that it's so yeah weird. but you know what wasn't the tsar the ruler of Russia and this is this book is being written you know on the cusp of world war 1 bomb mm-hmm. sons two of them are off in service and um, it's True. kind of an introduction to me of a of a reference to a european um, Term one hundred percent like a terror, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah no, one hundred percent are just like drunk on power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, not <laughs> not too far off from what we're witnessing <laughs> right la, la, now. Yeah, in our yeah. history and times of twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, I'm curious, but just- they're not. They just keep going. Like yeah. they are getting all these warnings. Like mm-hmm. everywhere they have gone, they have been told a warning, and they're like, "Ozma matters more,"
1: right. They're willing and to like, sacrifice. Even Osma,
3: yeah, Ozma matters way more than like anybody or anything. Even the magic they that is shown in this book, like they rather get Ozma back than the magic, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah, like I, I like there's that. a moment where that is really clear, and I'm like, ugh, oh, I love that. Thank I love you. that humans matter more than power. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, imagine a the world. Yeah, they
3: take <laughs> they take a little what six six drops of this. Yeah, zozo. Zo- yep. Along with them, aka steroids. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Pretty much.
3: And off they go again. Mm
1: -hmm. Hey, Terror, are you an avid collector and digester of the classics?
0: Yes, Em. I grew up on what's the story, Wishbone.
1: (gasps) Ooh, and are you also a sucker for a beautiful book cover? Yes, I love Bookstagram. Well, Tara, I couldn't recommend Wordsworth Classics more! Ooh, tell me more! Tell me more! Not only is Wordsworth Classics eye candy concerned with producing quality books at the lowest price possible, Wordsworth also has an assortment of different collections from practical and paperback to collector's editions and hardcover available for both individual purpose and for supplying schools. Released just last year in 2021 is their exclusive collection, featuring a dreamy and freshly illustrated poppy field cover of, you guessed it, none other than The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Chibi Gorge, and we highly encourage you to check it out. Wordsworth Classics is a partner with UK-based Wordsworth Editions as the sole distributor of their classic books in North America. Visit at Wordsworth Classics and at Wordsworth Editions on IG for more and revisit your favorite timeless heroes and heroines again and again. Your bookshelf will also thank you. Would y'all jump into a truth pond like Frogman does? <laughs>
3: um, No. Ooh. Please no. I, no, because I'm with – I love that – this truth pond Ooh. moment. Oof, I love that Cakey Cakey. <laughs> cakey. Cake. Cake the cookie cook. <laughs> Cake the cookie cook. I love that she's like, I'm not going in there. And this is why. Like, no yeah. truth con for me. Yeah. I'll be just as I am, an honest woman who can say what she wants too without hurting anyone's feelings. Because mm. we all have like grumpy ass thoughts in our brain It's so I think true. at all times. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always a little bit of pessimist. Pessim island flavor in our brains <laughs> but like that doesn't mean it's yours i think thoughts are always going to be there it's when you claim them as yours that they mm-hmm. are yours
1: mm-hmm. so you know
3: like having that thought of like oh that person doesn't look flattering in that outfit and then having to speak that out loud like those kinds of things like yeah. that's where i'm Could like be very oh, this embarrassing would be, right this would be awful like mm-hmm. i don't want to say that and like and that's not how cares? i even
1: feel yeah
3: yeah it's just like mm-hmm. a passing thought that like I don't need to put invest any energy, and it, ew, mm. yeah, this is just it feels like I would never jump in. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I tell the tr- I think I tell the truth though. Like I don't really hide a lot with like certain things. I would just be worried about having to say something I don't want to say, or you know.
2: Well, it's interesting that he comes up with the truth pond. We already have the fountain of oblivion back in right. the city. And then we had this enchanted pond earlier in this story where the frogman became super enlarged. So Bomb you know obviously uses that as a, oh, okay, how can I introduce something here? Ah, I know. We'll jump mm-hmm. into water. Yeah. Have something interesting happen.
1: Wow, fascinating. That moment I was just like, dang, whew, that could uh that could go many different ways. But yes. We uh, skip on over very quickly to the unhappy ferryman who has been punished by Mm -hmm. the tin woodman because of his cruelty towards animals so he can no longer communicate with them they just stay the night and then we're off to bear city
3: (laughs) where bear city the country beer jammer. oh my gosh
1: the most nostalgic thing of life and corporal waddle is there
3: Yes, yeah, so just a quick word on the whole animal thing. Yeah. I thought that
1: was interesting to,
3: like, Wicked lore. Just want to note that, like, oh, of, yeah. like, animals speaking and some people not being okay with that. Mm. Um, I thought that was all interesting. I mean, that's – I think we can come back to that. We could circle back to this yeah. section when we get into Wicked. That's true. Because it was like, oh, he doesn't, like, want to understand them either at some points. Like, that all spoke to me, like, with Wicked animals losing their right mm-hmm. to speak. Continue.
1: Oh, that's it. so, yeah. so true yeah i was just very tickled by this whole bear moment this reminded me we brought him up before the the bear in the toy story 3 i think it is like i i never remember his name i always say sir hugs a lot that's not it y'all know who i'm talking about (laughs) sir Mix a lot -Lot, um and corporal waddle is like all right i gotta take you to king lavender bear he's he's supposed to be purple but he's not Good enough to be purple. He's lavender, <laughs> weird, like, like
3: weird comment. Yeah,
1: because you've trespassed. Um, and then basically the king creates this illusion of the dishpan with his like. I guess he has some kind of wand, right?
3: He's magical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And He's poor cake, to,
1: like, she thinks it's real, things. and then it's like.
2: That's really her. devastating.
1: That's so mean, yeah. and that's where we. <laughs> like, yeah, you know it's so rude, uh, so rude, and that's where I little know, pink there, baby. little pink bear comes out. They wind him up, and I love him. They're like, is he alive? And they're like, I don't know. He just tells the truth.
3: <laughs> Jane, was he ever merchandise? <laughs>
1: not that I know.
3: <laughs> I love <laughs> like a magic eight ball. <laughs> He's on the back yeah. of my cover come on oh, cherry what is that cherry sweet cherry Char- publishing sweet cherry
1: publishing get it yes
3: come on sweet cherry publishing but I'm getting the pink bear
1: thank you to the little pink bear because he's like yes ugu has your dishpan and yeah, yeah. now yeah, we know cl- clear now we know so basically lavender bear and pink bear <laughs> are both joining on this mission and the other bears better behave or they're going to be sent to little boys and girls in america
3: that is true. I mean, I'm obsessed with like, but you have to put them on trial. Like, there's all this like mm-hmm. fight back from mm-hmm. the bears, and he's like, "I'll do it in ten years when we forgot." Oh about my it. gosh, that I love that, that was so like, much. Stop. But yeah. there's also this quote that just made me think of like the media circus that's happening around Johnny Depp, and a- is it Amber Heard? Mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Amber Heard is that her name? Mm-hmm. Um, with this line, with from a uh, what's his face the. uh, the, the bear that finds them. What's his name? Corporal Waddle. Waddle? Cor- oh, yes. Excuse me. Corporal <laughs> Waddle. He says, I will admit that things are rather quiet in our city just now, and the excitement of your capture, followed by your trial and execution, should afford us much entertainment. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> people's lives, though, at the expense of entertainment. Of course. Like, this That's is a theme in America. our country. So I just want to be like, bomb. You better call that out. You call better it call out. that out. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and he's, he's also calling out that someone... Um, should be put to trial and it's going to wait 10 years you know right because that's right another they're like, eh. another problem with our justice system that's been around quite a while that some it doesn't always move quite as quickly as we might nope. prefer. for nope. nope 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 not at all
3: nope 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 or just not yeah just not fair yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just uh not fair. it's pretty
1: messed up well i love this little meeting with scraps and frogman they're like wait what's up what are you doing here oh we're all here for the same purpose and they all meet. Button Bright really <laughs> wants to play with Little Pink Bear, but they're like, leave no! him alone. <laughs> and then we get that horror film moment of Ugu spying on them, spying on him in the magic picture.
2: But a great illustration of all of them. It's like, you know, an outdoor movie theater with this huge screen as it's being projected. Mm-hmm
3: scary it's yeah drive in stranded at the drive <laughs> branded a fool. the best song That's what i felt when
1: i looked at that song ever and it's
3: scary i was like is he because i got the i got the
2: news from the illustration before i got the news like,
3: oh my gosh is he watching, that? he's watching really them? he's watching them
2: so I that just, neil did back. a great job the illustration of the movie is a, a reduced image of what the rest of the two-page spread is Oh, I don't know if you're realizing that. Looking at yes. it, you're actually <gasps> seeing them watching yes. themselves, watching themselves, watching, watching themselves, watching themselves, yeah. watching themselves, watching yeah. themselves, watching themselves. It's
3: meta. wild. Yeah, and okay. yeah, it is so meta. I would have loved. Or I would love not the book can't really, I guess, capture this of like them finally seeing him and him looking at them. And then that like moment of realization and like, turn it off, turn it off. Like that
1: kind of like the calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, it's totally that. (laughs) It's that feeling (laughs) where you're like, oh, no, how are we going to get out of this? Oh, my God. (laughs) I have nightmares. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this next chapter I wrote, my summation was it of it was they have no idea what they're going to do.
3: They really don't. Now then, says the wizard. It's truly at the top just of like, uh-huh. we
1: don't know. But also, Button Bright is lost and we don't have time to go find him.
3: They do have some Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, messaging in this. They say, for only in union is there strength. I was like, hashtag stronger together. Get it. Okay. Hashtag stronger together. All right. That was okay. like her whole platform when yeah. she ran for president. That's so
1: true. Well, we find out in the next chapter, all about Ugu, that this dishpan is actually super powerful. It can transport you wherever you want to go in the land of Oz. It's a tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Sit it's a it magic in it. tub. I mean, yeah. I want this. This is what this is my Infinity Stone. Please, may I have it? I like that it's limited to Oz. Like you yeah. can't
3: go to like Ev in it. You have to stay in in Oz. So it's like NJ Transit. Like it ain't leaving New Jersey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
3: It's Metro North. We're not leaving New York. We're not you know leaving. What I mean? like it's very. We are
2: like, limited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are, baby. Um, and you get into all this wordplay again of who's going to be able to best the magician? Is this person? Can this? Well, Hank's a good fighter. I, I love the wizard saying he will not be polite to us. I'm sure you right. will not be polite. Yeah. To us. It's like yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Think. <laughs> right. And so you know pretty much at odds and ends of not knowing what they're going to do they show up at the wicker castle i mean they haven't really right they
3: have no they have no yeah. plan and yeah. i'm glad we get talked through like how ugo took everything like yeah being yes. brought up at the very beginning yeah, i'm of glad we episode. get his background yeah and- we get like the actual like how it feels it. like in clue and the movie clue mm-hmm. when they go back and show yeah. like how did it all happen like we uh-huh. get to finally yeah. watch that moment but i have to always say this he just wants to practice what is his right to practice. And because there are rules around who can, he becomes wicked. Are and I think that wicked? is a problem. Yeah. I think they're made wicked a little bit. Well, I think some people have he inclinations. It says he doesn't
2: really think he's wicked. Like he That is all interesting. You know? Yeah. So And he didn't mean to he didn't intentionally he didn't he didn't intend to kidnap Ozma. Right. She interrupted him and he didn't know what else to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just wants to be the ruler and everyone to bow to yeah. bend the knee.
1: That's usually these villains' <laughs> the yeah, knee. desires. But yeah, I he's sure, kind
3: of like nice-ish. Like he doesn't. But then he's like, "I'm going to kill Dorothy." Like it gets real. It does get real. Mm-hmm. The stakes do yeah, get high. So
1: but more surprises. More surprises. Yeah. So they're at this wickerwork castle, and Pink Bear is like, "Hey, Ozma is in this hole to your left," and everyone's like, "What?" So they dig, dig, dig. It's like a half mile away or something. And Button Bright is there. <laughs> Button oh, Bright is found. Goodness. And they're like that what Jane said earlier, there's this whole kind of like argument because they're like, Bear, you're lying. And he's like, No, she is now among us. And it gets they like, don't see him. Yeah,
3: it gets like into the woods level, like Steven Sondheim, so it's your fault yes. level. Like they get all a little angry at each other, especially I don't like when Dorothy's like, even your beady eyes can see there is no one there. <laughs> to the king the um the bear yeah. i'm like
1: rude dorothy like they all start kind sassy. of getting testy
3: and turn yeah. but it's also like in the moment of course like
1: she's not there they're, they're trying so hard to figure out what's going on i did for a moment i yeah. was like maybe they did transform her into button bright i don't know i was kind of curious
3: oh yeah i was like they love doing this
0: yeah this land. perhaps like, yeah and I'm like
1: button bright is just perhaps? lost somewhere else <laughs>
3: Yeah, I did think though. I did be like, "This peach is going to come back." Oh, you did. Like, it had yeah. that. It had that whole messaging around it that was like, yeah. you shouldn't eat this." <laughs> right.
2: Like, why would they be taking? I was like, "That peach is coming back." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I'd read it since I was a child. Yeah. So I, you know, I know what's going to happen beforehand. But yeah, the um, the golden peach pit's always been a, a fun little thing. Plus, it gives those of us who like to come up with crazy names for Wizard of Oz-themed cocktails the opportunity to call anything that uses peach a lost princess. Oh and doesn't everybody need to drink a lost princess over over happy out? Out. Jane, you're my, Jane hero. Jane. You're my yeah, hero. You're my right. hero. That should go. be a whole
1: Artending segment on our on our oh, podcast gosh. from here on out.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Cocktail about per book. Cocktails.
3: I love that. Lost princess uh, is a peach is a peach cocktail. Okay,
1: <laughs> wait, yes, we're doing this. We're doing this. Okay.
2: Magic so against off magic. We go. Yeah, we're back to the Wicker Castle. Bomb the, the Bomb sunroom at Oscott was furnished with wicker furniture. So I'm assuming that yes. probably gave him the idea of doing that. I've seen one picture of it that's um wow too dark to really discern, but you can make out that there was wicker furniture in it. And somehow he made a magical woven wicker castle and <laughs> lots and of fend it with illusions. More illusions. Yeah, lots
3: of it, it feels like they've entered the home alone house after <laughs> um kevin's like this is my house yes your favorite that's what he's doing yeah that's Mm -hmm. what he's doing i have to mention this too because this is pretty cool from rebecca long crane um In The Lost Princess of Oz, Baum also included a favorite illusion ride of the 19th and 20th century fairground called the Haunted Swing. Scraps, the wizard, and their fellow traveling companions are trapped by an evil shoemaker in a grand domed circular hall, which to their surprise starts to slowly tip sideways, slanting more and more until they slide down the wall and tumble onto the circular ceiling that has revolved to become the floor. And then we have Scraps being like,
0: I'm going to swing. From the the
3: chandelier! Like she's living her best life. They bump up against the big glass chandelier that juts up from the center of what's been the ceiling. The spinning room was based on the popular illusion ride in which people entered what appeared to be an ordinary room with chairs, tables, rugs, and pictures hung upon the wall. A metal pole stretched across the middle of the room and a large swing was suspended from it. Visitors climbed aboard and were swung back and forth as the swing gradually increased in height and speed. Then slowly the room began to revolve around the swing barf increasing in speed as the swing moved higher and higher eventually the room revolved right around the pictures hung on the wall the rugs and the ornaments were all nailed down the room was in fact a box hanging from an external frame with the swing inside of it the people in the swing would have the weird sensation that they were revolving Over the bar, 360 degrees, whizzing upside down. So the haunted swing was a genteel way of losing grip of your senses, of taking part in a simple but extremely effective illusion. So she credits this as to something he may have been inspired by with this whole haunted house Hmm. of the shoemaker. Oh
1: I would not write that. No,
3: thank you. No, that doesn't sound good. That sounds real, real rough for me. That sounds like a hurl. Yep.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, well, here's my qualm because basically yeah the room gets flipped upside down by Ugu he escapes through this trap door we still see the dishpan kind of like in this golden cage and Dorothy's like hey I'm gonna try to use this golden this magic belt and guess what she she used it for yesterday caramels (laughs) she wished for caramels yesterday girl you weren't even gonna try to to wish anyone. for something that would actually
3: help. We didn't even share the
1: caramels. I know. I'm <laughs> snuck up so the most part. I'm so mad at her. I was like, "Girl, girl." I also got mad because I'm like, "That's probably something <laughs> I would do."
3: So I know it's also like, well, <laughs> well. I mean, I could see myself <laughs> you being just. It's she doesn't. That's the only thing. Like, she doesn't really straight up. Like, if she dipped in that truth pond, I think she'd be like, "I was selfish with this." Yeah with this tool like she doesn't tell them that she's trying to figure it, it out like laugh. she doesn't tell them and the wizard's like even like why didn't you
1: say i know she's
0: like well i was doing experiments on the cowardly line i was like what they're like when did That's you another part. when
1: did you do that she's like oh when you were sleeping and when everyone was scrapped- sleeping without anyone's consent yeah. without anyone's consent yeah. dorothy, dorothy princess crown get off I'm that a head. little concerned about you yeah but we get into this whole like battle scene where Ugu creates this wall of glass rose, and Dorothy's like, "You're a dove, but he's not a peaceful dove. He's a scary dove, and scary, scary, because... going to kill you, dove, yeah. war dove, <laughs> he right? War dove. We call him a war yeah. dove. <laughs> and Frogman luckily ate that zo Soso. So. and uh-huh. there's Thank this whole goodness. fight scene. But Ugu grabs I that know, the dish frog man. and dove. <laughs> I know, what a what a uh, a visual. But Ugu grabs that dishpan. He wishes himself to Quadling Country, and they see him in the magic picture. And they still cannot find Ozma anywhere.
3: That feels like um, Bellatrix when she yeah. leaves. Oh, it's um, so that true. That horrible moment after mm-hmm. spoiler spoiler yeah, alert. Skip ahead. Of, um, skip Harry ahead. Potter. <laughs> When she murders Sirius and she just vanishes, like before they can get her. Like it felt like that, or they're like, oh, they almost got him and he's out. Yeah. Which I'm like, yes. I love that he escapes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because usually it all ends very easy for them. And this one did not end as easy for them. It's not
1: wrapping up in a bow. No. Well. Thanks to the little bear yeah. in the next uh-huh. chapter. But our
3: episode is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the next chapter, they're like, Where is Ozma? And the little pink bear is like, in this room. They're like, What? <laughs> what? And then Stop. little bear's like, in in Button Bright's pocket. And they're like, What? And they open the peach pit with the wizard's knife, right? And then there yep, I actually nice. really like this visual. I, I saw this playing out as a movie yeah. of like this pink haze flowing up. And she's like, thank mm-hmm. you, friends. And she's there. They found her. <gasps>
2: Well, And I love it that it's just, I mean, you know, every little boy reading this book uh, has a pocket knife back in 1917. Right. And everybody knows what a peach so pit button, is. Right? This yeah. is. This is such a normal, understandable thing for a kid to think, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And they probably pried open a peach pit or two in time. So it was just very fun and typical of what Baum said he wanted to do with an American fairy tale with stories that children could relate to all yeah. the little details. That's so true. I love
3: that that comment earlier on about like useless and useful things being in the pockets of children and and like because they all help a little betsy gives a pin from her hair to help and like button bright has a random match in his pocket (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. i don't know if i would ever have anything helpful in mind (laughs) well think of it as your purse yeah there's there's a few things useful and useless there's some things (laughs) in there there that might might come in handy well Ozma of oz she's here and everyone's basically like i'm telling the story no i'm telling the story everyone's chattering it's a wonder she like, could even hear i love you all <laughs> i love you hello um and basically ozma's like don't worry we're gonna find you your dishpan." she tells the bears to come and visit oh, yeah. and they're like okay the only
3: one who's like not solved at the end yeah is the dishpan.
1: i know cake which is where this oh, whole thing started yeah so the bears come, they go to the Land of Oz, um, and there's this whole feast and celebration that ensues, of course. And then we get our forgiveness chapter. I love how mm-hmm. it opens with our dear Tin Woodman and Scarecrow just hanging out under this tree. Doo-doo-doo. And they're just like, la, la, la. They're actually being a little sassy. They're kind of like, oh my gosh, people who... See, Truth Pond. Yeah. Truth
3: Pond level sassy. People who like, have to if, like... If their friends heard this, they I would know. be so. I know. I
1: was like, this is this is gossip. Because they're like, we're better than them.
3: They're like, meat people suck.
1: Meat people stink, (laughs) truly is what they're saying. But they find this dishpan and they're like, oh, hey, let's bring this with us. And um, they go back to the Emerald City and Cake's just chilling there for a few days. And they're like, oh, here it is. She's like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Everything's better. And then we get that whole ending with Ugu flying back as a dove and he – She offers to transform him back, but he says he just wants to be forgiven and learn to behave better.
3: Ugu the dove.
1: Ugu the dove. The Mm. gray dove. It's gray. He's gray. It's gray. It always comes back to it's gray. (laughs) The end. And then it ends with this (laughs) lovely sketch of Ozma on this like amazing OZ. In pumps, baby.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's cute wow we I, did
1: it well i we enjoyed this one
3: i really fun one. enjoyed this one i do think it's one of his best ones i will say and probably in my yeah. top i think um we should do this for our final like episode yeah. of like ranking the oz books oh, in it's our, gonna be hard. In our favorite books? my there husband does That's this with the marvel movies and has me do it yeah, and i can't same. even keep up there's too many marvel movies i know i'm just but, like sure that one yeah <laughs> i'm like number one black panther <laughs> but like yeah i'm like what is my number one now like i i really liked lost princess this is definitely i think top
2: five for me Mm mm-hmm I'm sitting here scanning through my notes to see if there was anything that I meant to bring up that I didn't. Yeah, and one thing that's kind of important: um, Sumner Britton, who had been of Riley and Britton, the closer yes, to yes. bomb, they were pretty decent friends. He had um, dedicated uh, an earlier Oz book to his son, to, his, to Britton's son. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just they were re- Patrick girl, as it happens. Um, they were really close friends, and he was selling his interests and leaving the publishing firm. So Baum was kind of going through this transition with his publishers while he was doing this. Hmm. And there was also a really, in hindsight, amusing um, passage between a couple letters between Uh, Baum and his publishers at the time about the costs of publishing books that kind of have me wondering if Baum was dealing with some anxiety about not only his own personal financial pressures, but the whole book business. Hmm. Um, The publisher had written him saying last week, this was in November of 16, before the book came out, last week I ordered paper for The Lost Princess. It will cost over 100% more than the paper for any other Oz book. Cloth, glue, thread, ink, and binders board have also jumped tremendously for instance, binders boards was $32 a ton, and it's now $76. Some colors of ink have gone up more than 500%. And while he was probably trying to make Baum understand that they were pressed to be profitable, Baum wrote back proposing raising book prices and different things. But then he adds, we're facing very serious conditions. I am paying $2 a ream for typing paper that used to cost me $1.25. Ribbons have advanced, meaning for his typewriter, from 75 cents to 90 cents. I have doubled the number of children's letters to answer, and that doubles my postage account. Gasoline has gone from 11 cents a gallon right to now. 19 cents, Ooh. and bread is 6 cents a loaf! Exclamation mark! <laughs> Potatoes are 50 cents a grab bag instead of 20 cents. Laundry has advanced 25%. These are mere instances. The only thing I know that has advanced advanced without a rise in price is some very old cheese, which I left on the dining room table well, when I retired Earth. last night and found on the parlor sofa this morning.
1: Humor, <laughs> oh humor. Gosh. Of course, ending but on like a silly I just, note. I
2: got a kick out of the fact that, you know, today we, we're looking at yes, inflation right. and how costs and things have, have just Terrible. jumped from the pandemic. And to think that here, you know, a hundred years ago, they were in the same boat trying to figure out how to make ends meet and bring these books to kids, despite the fact that gas was 19 cents a gallon and um the cost for all the publishing was greatly increased. And we also didn't particularly emphasize the war, but World War One was yes. going or yeah, World War One was going on at this point. So the publishers, the Bomb family, all the readers were very much embroiled in that. I'm sure Baum was hoping to, with the Lost Princess, give children a little bit of escape with their new Oz book. Mm. <sighs>
3: Thank you, Jane, for wow, sharing that. Thanks for yeah. Sure. That, yeah. Yeah, we were For talking sure. about World War One a little bit with a Tank. Um, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, um, yeah. and nothing, yeah. it, not much, has changed <laughs> in some ways yeah. till today. Yeah. Like we're still witnessing similar a things. Couple, yeah, a,
2: a couple times the Oz Club at convention programs has presented a program where two men read the letters of the publisher and bomb back and forth to one another oh. their correspondence over a period of time with the narrator. And what's really sad is that year 1917 is what's missing. Uh. We have, for some reason, that year of correspondence is lost, so we don't really see. Uh, you know, like a farewell exchange with um, Britain, but we do see bomb transfer over to corresponding with Riley and then with Lee as um, in that jump of this, this missing year, the lost princess was a lost, lost. correspondent. Well. Well,
3: well, everyone wish we wow. could know more. I know. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be question marks, which is what makes having a podcast fun. Cause we can mm-hmm. use our brain we'll- machinery <laughs> to think our on brains. -hmm. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in The Lost Princess. So, message Mm -hmm. being if you're feeling lost right now, sometimes you got to be lost to become found in whatever way that means for you. Um, mm. Dear Evan Hansen, you'll be found.
1: <laughs> you will be
3: found. We can't wait. And thank you, Jane. Yes, we can't wait to oh, be my with pleasure. my boyfriend next week. Um, in the next. But ten the Ten man, baby. <laughs> and Jane, you're a star. Thank you so much for being oh. here with us. Um,
2: that was absolutely delightful to talk about no it's, Oh, it's Go the best. drink a Lost Princess on no. us. Yes, <laughs> everyone go have a Lost Princess. It's a little princess. early in the day for them. <laughs> oh, maybe we can have one. Five uh, o'clock next somewhere. Weekend, I'll be seeing by the t- I don't remember when this episode will We'll air. already
3: have been, which is so wild. So we will be with okay. Jane very soon in our time right now, but after this episode, it's when this episode will be coming out. We're just gonna be coming back.
2: Which is crazy. Yes, so that's why. Maybe we'll get to have a lost princess together between um recording and air day. Or a drive by yes. of
3: Oscot. What are we thinking? Like this the site of mm-hmm, Oscot? I would do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I know it's not there, <laughs> there, but like I would it. drive by it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, listeners. We love you. Thanks, friends. Thank you so much. I loved being here.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod. If you are feeling fresh with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and now Spotify to leave us a glowing rate and review. It's a big help. Each person who leaves us an Apple review will be entered to
0: win our end of the season Oz giveaway, including a gift basket of
1: Aussie book goodies that, trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you further
0: fun and ways to support us can be found at our etsy swag shop from good witch trouble merch to our new fab four of oz icon collection with a big shout out to our graphic designer maddie frank find us also on patreon and instagram via down the yellow brick pod as well as on venmo at down the ybp we always appreciate a tip tip here let's escape to oz soon okay okay auntie m